What's up, guys? Welcome to the Zen Falls Podcast. This is going to be episode number 75, and today I'm going to be having a conversation kind of talking about personal branding with two awesome guests, Charlie Meister and Dominic Iandolo. Uh, Charlie is a fitness influencer from Calgary, uh, super hard work ethic, and kind of built himself up that way. And Don, Dominic Iandolo is another influencer from Calgary who does social media marketing, and he owns a company called Pinnacle Media. And, um, you know, it's cool to see kind of both their takes on personal branding, kind of selling their mindset, their motivations, and we kind of dive into all of that and uh, really cool conversation. And I think you guys will really like this, especially if you're out there and you're thinking about building a personal brand. Um, It's something that I want to do. And, you know, I love having conversations like this because it helps me a lot just to, you know, see someone else who's done it and try and use that motivation to help me as well. So I hope you guys like this one. Let's dive into it. The very first question, uh, we just start talking about personal branding. So uh, see you guys in it, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, when I think of personal branding, I personally think of your reputation, what people will think of you, um, and what you want other people to know you for. Mm-hmm. And so I know a, a big thing that me and that me and Charlie connected on, that's why we've been you know, hanging out and I guess doing so many collaborations for so long now is just like the fact of content and how important it is. Um, and I think a misconception I think a lot of people might have with personal branding is they feel like you need to have a business or you need to be someone of like high, you know, luxurious value or something. Like it's just kind of very like flawed in that sort of sense. And so um, I think everyone has a personal brand and, you know, whether, whether you're just like, getting in the process of maybe starting a business or maybe you're just like a regular employee, right? Like your brand is everything. And having people know you for like a good reputation, I think it's very, very important. Yeah, to kind of add on to that, I think when I think of personal brand, I think like reputation. So like no matter like who you are, everyone has a reputation, right? So it's kind of like that side of who you are. And again, I think it's like no matter if if you're starting a business out of personal brand or just like working for someone else, I think it's always super important to have a personal brand because yeah. that's like what's gonna make you stand out. Mm. People are gonna know Dom for being a social media expert guru, right? That's People are gonna know me for fitness, mm-hmm. right? So I think having that personal brand is, is is so important to differentiate yourself where everyone kind of like, from, from afar, everyone seems the same, mm-hmm. right? So. Mm-hmm. so I guess like coming back to that, your story, like I guess for you Dominic mm-hmm. and Charlie, like where did you kind of start your your brands like looking back was it during university was it before high school like how did you kind of get into this uh, i think we touched on this on, on our last podcast uh last year but i started mine i like never had the intention of building a brand like i when i was finishing high school going to university i had no idea what i wanted to do like I just kind of picked business because it seemed like a safe option. I seemed like I could get a, get a good job out of that where all the money was, quote unquote. But um, for me, my my business kind of just led out of passion. Like I just my my journey kind of began because I wanted to change myself. I was so skinny, I was so insecure. Leaving high school, I went to a hockey high school. Everyone was bigger than me. Everyone was stronger than me, right? So I was like, damn, I need to change. I feel so weak. I'm so fragile. And I was always like really tall. So it's like. That on a, on a tall body just like makes you super lanky and scrawny, so it's even worse, right? So it all started with like, me just wanting to make a big change. I want to improve myself. I knew I could live better. I knew I had potential. Like I just wanted to feel strong and like you know. So yeah, obviously after after 
graduated high school, I was kind of got into fitness. Um, it took me a long time to like, first two years, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and then the thing that really clicked for me, I was like writing a post about this the other day, was like, just the more I started researching, the more I started learning, the more like I was, I was so curious and so engaged with this topic. It was like, mm-hmm. wow, I never wanted to learn something that bad. Like I've been in school for the last 10 years, and I'm in university, but I never actually wanted to learn a topic so fucking bad, right? So yeah. um, that's when it clicked for me. Like it started, the, the, the more I learned, the easier it became. Mm-hmm. And then I, I apply what I learned right, right away into my, into my training, my nutri- nutrition, and then I saw progress. Mm-hmm. Obviously the progress is slow when I was building muscle, losing fat, but mm-hmm. over time you see a lot of progress in a year. I took a lot of photos, looking back at old photos, like damn, I made sick progress in the last year. Right? So to me, that was an obsession. Like seeing my, myself physically change, dude, that was like the coolest fucking feeling ever. Right? Yeah, so yeah. On, then on, on to that, like then five years, five years goes on and then start, people start asking me like, Yo, Charlie, like, how are you training? What are you doing? Like, like, how are you building, like, muscle? Like, what are you eating? Like, how are you, what do you, dude, you used to be so skinny. What are you doing to eat, like, get, get big and stuff yeah. like that? So, I started getting a lot of people, especially that I knew from high school. And it was funny because obviously all these guys are way bigger than me in high school. And now, full circle, five years later, coming back to me, mm-hmm. asking me for, like, nutrition advice, fitness advice, all that stuff. So, and then from there, I'm like, damn, I can actually make this a business. Like, dude, let's get certified. Make it legit now. Yeah. Two years I've been doing this is it's like the best decision I've made. So yeah, that's kind of my story. And that's awesome. Yeah. So, so I guess Charlie, like, how do you transition that into a brand? Because I feel like a lot of people can like get like jack. Like of course people get jacked all the time and like yeah. build up their physiques, but not too many people mm-hmm. like build a platform. Yeah. Like, like I, I think, think that's, that's like difficult. The, part, like yeah, the marketing no, behind it, you know. For sure. I think that's like the new wave. Like there's mm-hmm. so many guys out there with like sick physiques, but like no one's gonna work with you unless like they, they know and trust you first. Like, yeah. there, there's yeah. way more, I guess, quote unquote, like bigger or more aesthetic or better looking or like more knowledgeable people than me. But I think um, at the level I'm at, I think the thing that's been able to differentiate me from like the rest of the pack is like just building my own brand, like really telling my story. Like I'm really trying to focus on storytelling this last like year and mm-hmm. going forward. I really want to tell my story because I feel like that's when people resonate and connect with you. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then once they do that, then they know you, they trust you, and then boom, yeah. you, you convert them into clients. So yeah. I think from uh, back back to your first question, building a personal brand, dude, is like is is uh, is the gateway to kind of building a modern business, in my opinion. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, if people don't know about you, then it makes it hard to build anything, right? And I mean, like even when me and you started connecting, I know when we started making a lot of the content, it's like. Even I wasn't even thinking on like a personal brand level either. Like it was just, you know, subconsciously there and we were just doing it without, I mean, he might've known it. I didn't really even know it. And that was when I was in like the beginning stages of even building my business. Like I think people always, people always ask me like how I got started and like what, what made me get into and all these things. And I, I had no concrete plan whatsoever. Like I just knew that I was good at what I did. For my dad's company i knew that i could mm. i could follow through and create good results for clients so what did you do with your dad so when i was working at my dad's store i was kind of like the jack of all trades master of none there and so i was like <laughs> i was like in the warehouse helping clients i was doing uh the marketing i was doing like their google and facebook paid traffic i was doing sales i was answering phones i was like i was just like they're bitch basically like my dad's like you do this and you do it good and like you'll get paid i'm like all right man and so, uh, I, but yeah, it was brutal. Honestly, it was, it was good though. I had to go through that. So, um, 
but what's cool about that is like I worked there for about two and a half years and after that first year I, I told them I said listen like the only thing I want to be focusing on is the sales and marketing mm-hmm. that's something that I actually feel like are skills I can use for whatever regardless of if I stay here or not so, so Dom now is like a warehouse like sh- sh- shipping company or so my dad owns a flooring slash interior design company oh, okay. so they work with like a lot of like you know home builders contractors interior designers and also just normal homeowners mm-hmm. um, and they've been in business I think they just came on their 25th anniversary they just passed their 25th anniversary so literally from when I was a kid like a baby yeah. like he was starting to build his business and then as I grew up I would see him coming home late like I can literally see him coming through like my garage door at like 10 p.m. and I was like young and like me and my family would stay up we'd be watching movies he'd come home late him and his partners were building his business late and so um, that kind of set the bar that kind of set the bar for me and I think it was like almost normalized of like what building a business sort of was and I think that's what really started me young thinking always like I want to do something myself I would love to own my own business and um it kind of just started compounding from there. Like me and a lot of my friends started like cool little side hustles. Like we had like landscaping companies, mm-hmm. all these cool little things that we would do. And uh, yeah, I, it kind of just, I guess it just led me to where I'm at now on like a business, I guess, perspective. So, so, so then coming back to your agency, like how did yeah. you kind of get that kick started? So you worked yeah. with, with your dad and you yeah. kind of learned the ropes there and worked yeah. ethic and then. So I was in a, I was in an interesting place in my life at that point because all of my, like, I love my friends. All my friends are incredible. I've known them for like my whole life. Um, they're all doing incredible, incredible things within the school sort of route. Um, growing up, my friends are incredibly smart. So I for me, we talked about yeah. last time, school versus, yeah. yeah. And, and man, like they're killing it. Like they're, they're happy. They're doing amazing. And for me, I was a little bit insecure about that because I was like, man, like I struggled in school. I also, I also can say I never gave it, gave it my like, 100% effort because I never really enjoyed it mm-hmm. and so yeah that, that was like me too in college yeah and it's it's like it's almost its own topic right like mm-hmm. if you don't enjoy something like you're not gonna it's gonna be much harder for you to put 100% effort in so I mean for me I was kind of in a place where I was like man like I was comparing myself to them and I was like you know I might be making decent money working at my dad's company I was also bartending on the weekends I was working Monday to Friday at my dad's company and then Friday Saturday and some Sunday nights at the bar Holy. it was crazy yes. so financially I was doing okay like I was I'm good I'm good with my money so that's fine but at the end of the day I like I just wasn't like super happy and I knew that I was not even close to reaching my potential at all and so I got good at marketing at my dad's company and I felt I was like you know what I'm starting to work with his clients as well too helping them out with their marketing I feel like I could just do my own thing, start my own agency, mm-hmm. and I can be able to figure out the ropes. And at that time, I think like the agency model was really starting to become big. Like the more I would look into it, the more ads I would see from other people mm-hmm. doing it. And for me personally, like I, I like those courses, I like all those things, but for me personally, I've just always really been intrigued with like going upon that path myself and just figuring out, even if I have to take longer going about it, at least I can ingrain like the learning into it. And so. Um, yeah, I basically started my agency. We, uh, I was more so a freelancer than an actual like business owner. And uh, we offered everything and anything. I would just basically accept any sort of work that would come my way because you know, you're just in that desperation mode when you start that business. And so as we kind of grew, I, I started really learning the importance of focusing on what it is that you want to specialize in. Specializing in something is huge. Um, and just being able to do what you enjoy. And for myself, it was the advertising side. It was the paid traffic. Um, that was something I really loved because you could literally show the client and be like, hey, like you gave us this money 
for your ad spend and we invested it here, we found these demographics, these audiences, and this is the returns. And so I love being able to like sit across a boardroom table or go onto a Zoom call and be like, yo, we just made you like 15X return or like a 5X return and they're just like, whoa. And so that, that was always cool to me. So that's what we started specializing in. And um, I guess when we went into quarantine, that's when we, it, my agency really skyrocketed. Everybody went online. So many people were looking for these agencies to help them. And uh, we got our foot in the door with tons of clients. And now we're working with around 15 to 20 clients on a monthly basis. And um, yeah, we're not slowing down. I think I was telling you, like, we're just so crazy busy right now. It's like, I have no... Uh, no plans for like 2020 except for just like scaling the hell out of this business. So yeah. I got a question. So yeah. did your business stem from your pa- passion? Yes. Okay. 100%. 100%. So how do you know it's your passion? I, for me, I enjoyed going to work knowing that I was going to like open my computer up and like look at the metrics, break down the analytics for all the, all the advertising. Like that was something where everything else that I did at work, I was like, oh man, like warehouse I gotta do this I gotta do that I was like fuck but then when it came to me sitting down on the computer and reading all the analytics and like being able to actually like show like my dad and his partners and be like hey like guess what like we invested our money here this is what we got back and they're like good job that's it. <laughs> so and that's what I, I started getting like a little bit of like you know self-gratification from that right and so um I, I knew that I enjoyed it um but yeah at the end of the day I also I would have these conversations back and forth with my dad and I would always say like I enjoy this, but I also want to have, you know, I know that there's other people better than me at this position. Mm-hmm. I, I personally much rather be the guy that's talking to clients, making sure my team's happy and just being in that communication sort of role, the sales role a little bit more. And um, I started somewhere, I was doing all the work myself for like the first, I'd say half a year. And then we started growing our team exponentially. And so um, yeah. it's been awesome. The reason why I asked that question yeah. is that I noticed like a common trend with like people that have a personal brand or kind of make their or take the entrepreneurial route is like me and him both and like a lot of other people that I know in the space st- make their business from their passion. Like yeah. you're never going to be like amazing at that business if you're not fucking passionate about it. Right? So because yeah. if you're not passionate about it, you're going you're gonna to do the absolute minimum to get by and just like do the minimum work, you know, to, to keep growing. But like you have to be fucking passionate to like really explode that business. So that's yeah. like a common trend I've noticed in like people that kind of take the entrepreneurial route after college 100% and you know what even you know the thing with like a lot of people our age too a lot of young people they're like well I don't know what I'm passionate about yeah right and like I know like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about it like tons like the sky is like on repeat like you just you literally if you don't know what you're passionate about you just have to go out and taste everything like try try everything like that's that's the reason why I feel so bad for a lot of students who go into school post-secondary and they're encouraged to do that from their parents. They have no idea what they want to do. So they go into business and then they're like, man, I'm not enjoying business. So now I'm going to go into like Kines. And then they go into Kines and they're like, man, I'm going to go into law. And like, they just start like bouncing around and they, mm-hmm. then they get themselves into this like constant circle of like confusion. And I feel like that is what holds a lot of people back. Because when you have no like mental clarity in that area, it makes things so complicated for you to actually move forward and progress in your life. Yeah. It is like ridiculous. Like for you, for example, obviously you love podcasting, but you never knew that you loved it or it was a passion. It was until you like tried the first episode. Cause like yeah, initially exactly. Exactly. you're like, you're like a shyer guy, right? So I would have never like guessed or pictured you as like a big podcaster, but now look at you, you know, 75 episodes <laughs> yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I think for me, it's like awesome. it's all about like just like trying things out, right? Like, cause like of course at the beginning of this I had no clue what I was doing I was with mm. with a phone like my iPhone and stuff yeah but like over time I think that's why why yeah. I have to be so passionate about it because like maybe I'm not as consistent but like mm. I'm passionate enough to just keep it 
yeah. going and not give up. Yeah. yeah. And I think like it's like pivotal in like entrepreneurship, like what you guys are facing. And I guess that leads into another question, but like what have you learned as like young entrepreneurs? Just like what we question. Yeah, man. It's too much. I feel like every, I feel like every day I'm like a full time firefighter putting on fires. Uh, I'd say the biggest thing I've learned from being an entrepreneur is like just do it. Like everyone has like ideas and stuff and like everyone says they're gonna do this and this, but like how many people actually do that? So like just taking like action, I think is the, the biggest thing I've learned because like and you have to take action like on your own. Like you're accountable for yourself versus like people that take the traditional route, go for work. Everything they just like dump everything onto their employee employer so they only show up they have, they do their work and then boom they're done they, have, they don't think about that stuff for the rest of the day versus like entrepreneurs this shit's like always on my mind like there's always I'm always thinking like what can I do now even if it's like Saturday like, like last night Friday night at like 10 p.m. Like, what can I do to help my business like it's crazy right so I think just like taking action is like the biggest thing I, I, I learned because at the end of the day like you're accountable for yourself and no one else yeah. is gonna push you yeah. Actually, that's another thing I kind of kind of want to touch on because I noticed with, with you, Charlie, and like same with you, Dom. Like you kind of like paved your own way. Yeah. Right. So like no one really kind of told you how to, to go do this, and you just kind of did it. Yeah. So like for example, like let's say there's someone out there who like maybe they want to like get into the fitness space, but their family's like, no, don't do that, or like yeah. get into entrepreneurship, but their family doesn't support them. Yeah. Or like their friends don't support them. Like how does someone? It's like they their own yeah, way. Their own way there. Yeah, I think we touched on this last time too. Is I love this question because like initially, dude, I just like saw people on Instagram that like I wanted to emulate. Like I saw like <laughs> Jeff Side or like Steve Cook or like Christian Guzman, which mm-hmm. you love, and I'm like, damn, I want to be like that. So like initially, yeah, CG. <laughs> he's like a common yeah, name in this podcast. But initially, it was just like I just wanted to like be like that image. Like I just saw these people online. Like, damn, I want to be that, and I was like. And then a big switch in my path is just like creating my own path. Like I think the only reason, the only way you're gonna stand out is like if you, if you make your own path and tell your story. Like people are never gonna gonna connect with me, for example, if I try to be Christian Guzman. You know that doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. Like you have to tell your story. Yeah. And the, the, I think the like legit, like no BS, the more authentic you are, the easier it is for people to connect with you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they see your true self, and then they, you kind of. You go above and beyond to show, to share your story and show who you are versus trying to always like mask, oh, I'm like kind of whatever, mm-hmm. trying to be someone else, right? So Yeah, yeah. I feel like you really have to hone in a little bit, not too much, but on your ego a little bit. Um, egos. I mean, it's tough day. for sure because like initially everyone's going to like judge you and stuff. That's like, the thing. And that's, if you start posting yeah. a lot about yourself, everyone's like, yo, what the fuck? This guy thinks he's like so like no. the shit and stuff. Like, yeah, no, but I exactly. think they don't see the end goal. Like they just... They have no context. Yeah, like if it's a yeah. business, like you, they don't see. There's, it's kind of like short sighted. Like if yeah. someone goes out and tries something new, people yeah. usually are like, oh, like what is he trying to do? Yeah, but yeah. like, like you're yeah. almost always yeah. gonna fail. No, and that's the sure. and that's the important thing, right? Is people need to like have that self realization moment where like you have to come to grips at the end of the day and say like no one is living my life except for me mm-hmm. so why the fuck should I even care what other people 100%. think in this regard mm-hmm. like here's the thing like I care I care about what people think to the point where like if people disagree with me or if people like maybe are trying to downplay what I'm doing I'm not gonna like you know tell them to like get bent and be like, <laughs> you know, like fuck off you know what I mean like I'll say like okay like why do you think that way like I want yeah. I want to actually understand why someone thinks that yeah. way because the most part is most of the time it's that person is maybe feeling a little bit insecure. They want to move forward, but there's not, right? And um, 
I don't know. I used to be in that position, right? So I can I can definitely relate. But you have to you have to have a little bit of ego. You have to really hone in on a little bit of ego. Not too much because it can be definitely dangerous. But you need to have a little bit of ego in the point where you're like, no. At the end of the day, no one's paying my bills. No one's living my life. My happiness relies on like myself and the things that I create and like being able to take responsibility for your own for your own actions. Like where you are today is literally an accumulation of all the decisions that you've made up until this point. Mm -hmm. So if you're if you are complaining then you you need to take responsibility and until you take responsibility then you're just going to be like confused and you're going to be upset depressed all these things right and so mm. it's a it's a big big thing i think yeah you, you just need to start taking responsibility and you just gotta have that independence yeah one of the core principles that i live on and i think i learned this from like andy frizella which oh, yeah. you know as well yeah in terms of like judgment to kind of stand back to that is like i would never ever like i appreciate when someone gives me like advice or like their opinion and stuff like that but i would never take someone's advice unless I would switch like positions with them yeah mm-hmm. so like yeah. if someone's trying to give me fitness advice I'm not gonna take your fitness advice if you're like you look like shit you know mm-hmm. or <laughs> in terms of or like even financial advice like if you're not like wealthy I'm not gonna take financial advice I'll give you some fitness advice it's like you know like taking like like a financial advice from a poor person or like a mm-hmm. uh, or a personal trainer that tries to give advice and they're unfit themselves. Like to me, that doesn't make yeah. sense. So mm-hmm. I would never ever. Well, I think that's really smart. Like I think a lot of people just take have so many people giving them advice. That they that's all you hear. Like social yeah. media, everyone's giving their opinions. Like oh, I'll do this, I'll do that. But like at the end of the day, like like I said, I'm not gonna. Like, I would. I appreciate your opinion and stuff, but I'm yeah. not gonna take it unless I would uh-huh. switch so. positions with you. In, yeah. In, in that field. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. It's a. Yeah. It's a. It's a interesting game. It's a like. It's it's chess, man. Like yeah. it's crazy. Like I run an advertising agency, so people assume I'm always on social media. But I really try not to be, especially Twitter, because like the yeah. opinions on Dream that place sure. are just yeah. disgusting. It's like crazy. So yeah, it is, it is one of those things. I'll I'll give the time of day to understand people's perspective and why they think that way. Because I have always been interested in that. Like why do people think this sort of way? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I just know that like for me, I'm self aware in the fact that I know that like I understand my vision wholly. And I know exactly what I need to do to get there. Mm. Um, I don't know, obviously, the roadblocks ahead or kind of like the challenges that are going to come ahead. But I, I just know that because I'm passionate about what I do, if I just stay the course, I can get it yeah. done. It's definitely yeah. hard. Like the first couple of years is the hardest. Like, just like oh, making that, yeah. you're, you're obviously to build that path is like the, the most yeah. challenging at the start because you have so much resistance at the yeah. start. Mm-hmm. Once, yeah. then some momentum. I think we talked about this again. Like once you get the ball moving, dude, then it's much yeah, easier. You get, you, yeah. you get more confident. You get things start going your way. And just build off momentum. It's yeah. I think uh, another thing too, I really want to point out for your audience, especially who's listening in, is like any person who starts a first business has no idea what they're doing at the end of the day. Even if you are good at what you're doing, mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. Charlie Francis, great yeah. at fitness, probably knows a lot. But like at the end of the day, like probably struggle with knowing like the steps to take. Yeah. It's your first business, even myself. Like I have no idea. I look back on like my first like month and two months and it's like, Holy shit. what was I, <laughs> what was I even doing? Like I, I honestly don't even know. Like it was crazy. I was focusing on tasks that had zero, zero like importance that I felt were important at the time. Right. So you just have to get started. Right, and that's yeah. why it was good. What you just, said, like, just do it, and then yeah. you learn from your mistakes. Like literally, just take action. That's, yeah, that is like the number one piece of advice. Just fucking take action. Yeah, and, and be then learn as you go. And be patient. Yeah, because people want things so soon. Like they just want a quick. They just want yeah. a quick fix. You know what I mean? It's like that. It's that mentality they that we're like, in the world today. Mm-hmm. 
do the fucking work. Yeah. And that's why, like, if you're passionate about something, you will be a little bit more patient, right? It'll encourage you to be more patient. It'll encourage you that, like, when shitty things, like, come about, you're not going to just give yeah. up right away. Because you're going to try so right? hard because that's your passion. That's what you want to do. So you're going to try yeah. so hard to make that work, right? Yeah. That's what, that's what you yeah. want to do at the end of the day. That's what yeah. makes you happy, so... Man, I remember. I remember there was one. Uh, there was one point in my when I was starting my agency that I like vividly remember because it was like crazy. So we, it was just myself. I was basically a freelancer, and I had two clients, and I was making good income because I was still at the time bartending, and I was building my agency. So I was doing good, like financially, I was doing great, and I was like, man, this is awesome. Everything's good. At the end of the month, both of those clients left. So I literally went from like you know making a decent revenue. All of it basically was profit. Like mm-hmm. the the agency model is like very lean on like profits. And so I, <laughs> both these clients leave, and my income in my business goes to zero. But I'm like <laughs> I'm like sitting there in my, in my in my in my studio, and I'm like, oh my god, like this is crazy, oh, man. Really? Like if this is what it has to be, like this is like I'm screwed. Like there's no way I might be able to support myself. A little bit, yeah. But could I support a family from yeah. this? Like when I have like a wife and I have kids. Like how about like my parents, like my friends? Like I want to do stuff. Yeah. Like there's no way. Yeah. And uh, I remember I, I that w- that moment was like really cool because I made a decision. I was like, okay, like this is a long term thing. Like mm-hmm. at this point, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna go back and working with like your dad and his company and like doing something that you're not you know wholly excited about? And that, the idea of me doing that was so like scary that I was like, I would literally rather just like try going at this for like years on end and just like hitting my head against a brick wall and then like being able to figure it out than going back and just like settling for something I know I'm not happy and excited for. And uh, I remember that was the point where like, I started really digging deep into like what was going to help me be successful within my agency. And honestly, at that point, I just eliminated distractions and I just wholly focused on like client retention and client acquisition. That was the main thing. We we wiped out like creating cool design proposals. I was wiping out like all like the posts on Instagram and social media and branding. I was like, mm-hmm. for this to work, I need clients and I need to retain those clients. Yeah. And so I just focused on that wholly and then it's uh and then basically that led us into quarantine, got our foot in the door and a bunch of people and it was just like really love that story. There. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It was and it's like it's the, the fact that you try I would much rather like try and fail versus like looking back and like regretting not trying so exactly. that's like that's kind of like the point I got out of that story which is, I love that yeah yeah and I guess another hard thing too Dom is like was it hard with your dad because I know you work for his company like did you feel bad about like leaving it and starting your own like it's kind of like conflict of interest but like how'd that go for you yeah so it's kind of well my, my dad's always been a huge supporter of like whatever I want to do um he was always kind of like the parent, like growing up, he like knew I wasn't super great at school. Like I wasn't like bad at school, but he just knew like my sister was coming home with like A's and B's and I was coming home with like C's and D's, you know, unless it was like gym or sports performance or something. And uh, he would just always tell me, he's like, yeah, he's like, you don't need to worry. Like at the end of the day, if you enjoy something and you do it well, like you can be able to add that, that sort of value to some sort of customer base. And so for him, I think his, his ultimate goal was to have me take over the company with also his partner's sons as well too. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was kind of the that was kind of the idea. Like it was but again it was just like a settling sort of thing. And so when I told him I was like, hey you know what, like I'm getting good at marketing and advertising. I'd love to start my own thing. Like what do you think? He was like just no questions asked. He was he was all for it. He was like, man, he's like if you're happy doing that and like you want to go do that, go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, he also made me aware, he's like, yeah, like you're starting your own business. So, you know, like your family's going to have to be supported from this and you're going to yeah. have to do all these things. And he kind of gave me his history of like 
when me and my sister were babies and like my mom was a stay-at-home mom taking care of us and him and his partners were just building the business and he's like yeah he's like i was working 60 to 70 hours a week to like put food on the table for you guys now we're doing great but like you gotta you yeah, gotta be willing fair. to go through the shit yeah. you know what i yeah. mean so yeah. and i was like i remember having that conversation i'm sitting at like my kitchen <laughs> island with my dad and i'm like nodding i'm like fuck <laughs> but yeah, yeah. i feel like people don't like realize like it sounds like so nice like being an entrepreneur like work mm-hmm. for yourself and stuff but it's way more work like like mm-hmm. i said earlier dude this shit is always on my mind like no matter what time of day it's like i always try to think of what, how what i can do right now to improve yeah. um the business right so it's like yeah you got to go through a lot of shit Mm-hmm. first especially yeah. the first couple of years yeah you're, you're basically eating shit yeah well and that's the thing too because i know right now you're in a cool position where you are it's just yourself scaling but you're looking yeah. at hiring people yeah when it gets to that point that's when it hits you big because you're like i i you now have a responsibility yeah. Yeah, to like, now, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah like you're taking care of other people's livelihoods you know what i mean and for for me that's a huge responsibility like our our agency's boutique and i know you're you're gonna be hiring some people soon too and it's like when you have that in mind where you're like now i'm putting food on the table for like my future family like i'm a young guy i don't have family and stuff but like i mean like i'm, I'm trying to like survive myself now i got a team i gotta pay them and it's like they have families they have things they want to do. So it's just so much more responsibility, right? But it's a, it's a good responsibility. And I think, um, yeah, I think if you want to start a business, you have to go through the shit yourself. I think you have to build yourself first. And then that's what's going to be able to build you to the point where, you know, you start expanding, get employees, you get people working for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because you, you have to be a good leader to actually be able to, like, manage and, and do, like, those types of things, right? And obviously, depending on what type of leader you want to be as well, too, I'm... Uh, I don't know, I'd like to consider myself a very chill, laid back, like sort of like leader. Like I I think I always tell my team, like I want you guys to have freedom. I want you guys to have capacity. There's going to be busy weeks. There's going to be busy days. But at the end of the day, like if you guys called me and said, hey, I got my work done like super early this morning. I'm going, I'm going here. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be like, oh, like you're not working an eight hour day. I'd be like, man, that's awesome. Like congratulations, go have fun. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I just think like, you get, you get the job done. You do it great. You do it with like the best effort and that's all that matters. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So I guess another thing I want to touch on too is like yeah. leadership, like later down the line, and like because you're hiring someone soon, and you, know, you, you both are leaders, but also like selling. Like I work, I work in sales personally, but how have you like found selling online and like crafting? That? I feel like that's such a hard point for like people or entre- entrepreneurs just to like ask for money or like oh, for get sure. a paycheck. So, like, it is unfair. Sure. Yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely it's tough. Yeah. Like selling yeah. online to like strangers. The number one thing that has helped me is storytelling. Like, like mm-hmm. this is like gonna be the main thing, dude. <laughs> like being able to tell your story, you're gonna connect with people on a deeper level. Like when mm-hmm. if you're able to connect someone emotionally, dude, they're way more inclined. It's way easier for you to sell to them, right? So yeah. storytelling at the end of the day is like the most important thing, in my opinion, for uh, sales. Yeah. So, so like I know you put out like your transformation recently, but like how yeah. is like how can someone think more like a storyteller? Like what has helped you kind of develop that like storyteller um, like persona and marketing into your business? Um, so I really try to like portray this through like uh, I haven't done this recently, but I'm gonna really start doing this again uh, in the in the fall. Just like having like sto- like longer form captions in like Instagram or Facebook posts, LinkedIn, whatever it is, and just kind of like telling telling mini stories in that that kind of like, lead into like a big story. Once once someone comes on my page, they say, "Oh, it's gonna start from like like really skinny, blah blah, build like this sick physique, and kind of like share my my my, my experience and what." 
what I failed with, what worked, what, all that stuff through my Instagram page or my, my, my business Facebook page, right? So uh, I think, like, yeah, like I really kind of realized this in the last like year or so, and like I definitely had this conversation with you a couple times. Just like I really want to get like really good, even better at storytelling because, in my opinion, that's the most important thing with building a brand, and then yeah, from there, like being able to sell online to strangers. Because at the end, of the, even like, dude, some people that I follow. Like Mike Thurston first, you know Mike yeah. Thurston? Like dude, this guy, there's like tons of guys, maybe not tons, but there's a lot of guys like him in the fitness industry or even bigger. But with him, it's like, I resonate with him because like, dude, this guy's a sick story. He, I feel like I know him even though I've never met him. Like he's always sharing his, his life, his story. Uh, I've seen what he's gone through the last like four or five years. Cause I've, I literally followed him like, probably wouldn't hit like 100, 200K followers. He's almost a million now, so. But just like seeing like, and uh, like I was last night, I'm like, yo, he, he has his own brand now. He's selling like bathing I'm like, yo, do you want anything from that? Like, without hesitation, I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy some swim trucks. I know this is like better swim trucks or other swim trucks, but like, but you I wanna, wanna get his. Because yeah. I feel like I'm connect, like, I support his stuff and I like, I feel like I connect with him because he's, you know, I feel like I resonate with his story. So, yeah. It's cool. I, I like that answer because when you actually break down storytelling, it really comes down to like trust. Yeah. Right? And I think uh, I love the internet. It's a, it's a great place. It's also like a kind of scary place because the thing with the internet, there's no filter on who can go on, start a business and start doing things. That's why like for myself, like I'm in a, I'm in an interesting industry because there's so many people that like can just go run ads um, and sell a course. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's kind of where you have to have that self-awareness and almost filter through who you want to be listening to. And so, I mean, I would, I would say like for me, it's, it's a portion of storytelling, but even going deeper, it's like, it's the trust factor, right? Like yeah. there's, I got a cool concept after I want to touch on. Yeah. Like what's really cool. And I think is a huge reason why like we are able to retain so many clients is when we're in that qualification process, we actually qualify clients and we like on the phone with them, if they don't qualify with them, like we, we let them off easy and we're like, Hey, like at this point in your business, you do not qualify to work with us because of these reasons. Like we don't want you to be paying us because you would literally not be making any profit at the end of the month. And, and then so, they probably respect that. Exactly. Right. We're not just there just to take money and like, and you know, just like provide a service that we are, are almost risking our reputation on. Right. Um, we would much rather them actually be ready. So I think people respect like the trust. They, they respect the transparency, which is cool with storytelling because when you are connecting with your audience, you are you're making those long form captions. You, you're you're showing your story through the content yeah. itself, right? And you're building you know really cool sort of relationships and relatability with people, right? And I think that's kind of the that's kind of the cool the cool thing with like selling online is you can jump on to a call a discovery call with a client in like UK, and I can <laughs> and I could you know get to know them. They can get to know me. I can make them completely aware of what that qualification process looks like, so they know exactly what to expect. Um, full transparency everything and so yeah it's it's really it's cool like i don't know dude a cool concept that kind of like embodies like this whole conversation is like the i don't know where i learned this from i was just just trying to think like where i got this from but and i i there's a personal branding like pyramid so at the bottom there's no there's like no trust like so the more people that know you the more people then a less percentage will trust you and the less percentage will like you, right? So obviously at the bottom, there's people with massive followings that, let's say, let's say Dom has a million followers. So he has a lot at the bottom, but he's not, he's not very, he's not very storytelling, never opens up. He never like shares his struggles, what worked, what didn't. So very few people trust him. And then from there, as you can probably tell, 
even less like them. Yeah. So I think with, with, with being able to tell your story, that kind of elevates those people that know you into trusting you and then eventually liking you. Because, dude, how many times, from, for, like, if, if Dom was to sell a product, I'm, his, I'm one of his, he's my best friend, yeah. I would probably instantly buy that just because I like him, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can get, the more people you can get into liking at the top, at the top of that pyramid, the easier it is. You're to, to sell stuff and that all comes by sh- opening up and sharing your story so that's why again your sh- storytelling is the fucking shit yeah yeah so it's that's huge. like that's it's like the concept I think of like when I, when I think of personal branding and like that just that pyramid the more people you, you to, to get that initial base yeah and then lead them to, to trusting you then eventually liking you so yeah yeah 100% yeah, and I've noticed that even on YouTube, like the like, oh, like yeah. this creator called Nathaniel Drew. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've heard of him. Yeah. yeah, he's an amazing storyteller. Like yeah. he just like t- just like shares his life and his journey. Same with Marine, dude. That guy's Marine, so yeah. good Marine at storytelling. Too, yeah. Like all his captions, like dude, fuck, this guy like resonates. Like especially if you connect with that topic that he's talking about, dude, he'll fucking pull on your on your heartstrings, mm-hmm. right? So that's why, in my opinion, this guy's such a you like he doesn't have the biggest following, but dude, I, I guarantee, but he's, he's making more money than like. People like triple his following mm-hmm. for sure because he's yeah. he's so good at connecting yeah. with his audience. Yeah, yeah. and he's he's likable too. Like I like Moran. Like, yeah, he's cool. His, his videos like mm-hmm. he just kind of like this guy and he's Sweden. authentic. Like was he is he from Sweden? I think. Or? Uh, Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah, and it's exactly. like this guy and he just built himself up there and like yeah. shared his story. Like we met him in uh, in uh, uh, Houston. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think people <clears throat> people are <laughs> people are getting smart now. And that's just the, that, it's a good thing. Like people can kind of see through the bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, especially mm-hmm. online, there's so much, there's so many ads that Everyone's I see. Everyone's doing the same thing. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's just so, like, you just know, like, uh, I know you sent me videos of people from like YouTube who have shown like how to like, like growth hacks and like cool little things. And like I, me being in an industry, like I can call yeah. them all right away. Like even like that one time oh, where yeah, like, yeah, so like, it, like show me like, oh, like this is kind of like a cool like growth strategy on Instagram. And I was like, man, like that guy totally just like lied in that YouTube video. Like those <laughs> metrics don't even make sense. Yeah. This and, is the funniest oh, story. I was like, oh, it's crazy. I, it was just like. It, it was like this Instagram growth strategy with like running ads. On that I found on YouTube. Like, yo, I, I watched him. Like, yo, this, this looks pretty legit. I sent it to him and he absolutely fucking like devours it. He's like, this is, dude, he saw like all, like he, he saw all of the lies between the cracks and stuff that I would have missed because like yeah. I had no idea with like that industry. He's like, hey, this is why this is a lie, blah, blah. And then he's like, he faked that. Like he saw like all, like, and then I looked back and like, holy shit. Yeah. That guy literally just lied like straight up, like 100% bullshit. Yeah. And like, it's, I would have believed it. Most, probably most of his audience would have It's like it. Modern day propaganda, man. Because like that's and that's the thing. They're not they're not making that content for people like me. Like they're making the content for, for like people like him. Yeah, that dude, that moment is like I realized, like, fuck, this guy knows his shit. Like, holy <laughs> shit! I would I everything he told me afterwards, I didn't catch at all the first time I watched it. So it's yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's the same thing. Like even with like fitness, right? Like. I mean, yeah, you probably get this all the time. Oh yeah. Uh, every time I hear anything fitness, like fitness, while anything, like so online, I just I just go straight to Charlie. I'm like, hey, like, what do you think about this? And he'll like debunk a lot of things, right? And it's just it's just one of those things. People are getting smarter, and I love that because then it's like the phonies are gonna get fizzled out. Yeah, I love that because it's like I want the I do want those people to succeed, but as something that like they are actually good at. Because mm-hmm. like if you have to. If you're doing something that you're not holistically good at or you know that you can actually get results for people, I don't think you should be doing it because I think you could be – you'd be much happier doing something that you're actually good at, right? Like I genuinely have like empathy for those people. Those people eventually crack. And they do. Oh, for sure. You for can't sure. have that for the rest of your life. 
Well, man, and like, I don't know, for me personally, like I never wanted, I want to be someone that like did something big that could be recognized from people who have yeah, also man. done something that's big. That's fulfilling. You know what I mean? Like, like if you're selling like scam shit, like dude, you get yeah. fulfilled from that, yeah. right? No, it, yeah, like, just, it doesn't, just doesn't make sense. So it makes me happy. People are getting smarter. I love that. Yeah. And so I think having that, like those extra layers of transparency with people and like just going like above and beyond, um, it's huge. Mm. It's, it's really a foundational pillar in business for sure. So, so I guess I want to t- like I, I love that too because I feel like people like that will last throughout time, and then just like you said, like f- about fulfillment, like actually let's dive into that. Let's do it. Like fulfillment, like so. Great yeah. So like I guess I'll just pass it over to you, Charlie. Like when it comes to fulfillment and like long term, like like what does that mean to you? And like I guess where do you? My goal is to like imp- I, I I posted this actually recently. My my goal in the next like three ish years is to uh, transform one thousand people's lives right that's my that's my my my, my goal in the next three years but i think overall, you'll do more than that yeah i mean that's like that's the goal i said so i'm absolutely gonna succeed it for sure but like i think um awesome. like uh, as a as a lifelong thing just like for me what really gives me like fulfillment is like impacting someone's life like mm-hmm. when i when i when i work with a client and then 12 weeks later they, they, they lost like 20 pounds or they built like five ten pounds of muscle and like the, the the confidence they get, or like how it changes their their life, not even like physically, but like mentally, mentally yeah. confidence, self image. Now they're not able to go to like social events, like uh, more with more confidence. Maybe they talk talk to talk to their dream girl, whatever. Like, dude, that feels, gives me so much. Like, that's so cool. When people send yeah. me those messages. Like, damn. Like, people literally send me messages. Like, dude, you fucking changed my life. Even the other day, just like through my content, some girl that I used to like go to junior high like elementary with mm-hmm. she reached out she's like charlie i love your content i know i never reach out like she never talks to me anything and she, she's like i've learned so much from your stuff what the fuck's trying to call me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but just like just like messages like <laughs> like that it just is is impact and like being able to like help someone in, in in an area of their life is like the most fulfilling feeling like far beyond like money and stuff that's like the core yeah. for me yeah, and I think that's what I love about personal branding because, like, you're, like, actually out there in the world. Like, you're actually, like, kind of, like, a pillar for the world. So, like, the world kind of, like, needs you in a sense. Yeah. Right? But, like, I feel like a lot of people have, like, these special gifts. Yeah. Like, maybe they could be, like, really a great musician or great at, like, some sort of math problem or something. Yeah. But they don't, like, put themselves out Yeah, there. that's the biggest thing you got to put yourself yeah. out there. Oh, wow. like. I think for us, like, it's been, we've got kind of lucky in a sense because, like, we're very social people and, like, we like yeah. to connect, we like to be, like, mm-hmm. interacting with other people. But obviously, if you're, like, maybe, like, a musician, like, not to be stereotypical, but, like, maybe if you're, like, a musician you, or, like, a nerd, you don't want to be going out, like, mm-hmm. maybe you're super introverted and you don't want to be going out mm-hmm. and sharing your stuff. Like, mm-hmm. in a way, I think that kind of helped, but, like, like I can't imagine being like super introverted like not wanting to talk to it because I think that would definitely like at least um, delayed my road or like put more resistance on my on my journey than mm-hmm. it otherwise would have because like and again like for us I think it's in a way we got kind of lucky with that because like it's been a little easier to kind of share your story and yeah. uh, put yourself out there yeah but yeah. I think at the end of the day it's still hard for everyone because like, sure. at the end of the day it's like, scary yeah. yeah but even an introverted person can still like succeed and put, like look at Bill Gates he's yeah. such a very yeah. introverted yeah. Person. Absolutely. Well, it it comes down to how you define fulfillment, how you define happiness, how you define success. What's what's your definition of of fulfillment? Of fulfillment? Yeah. I mean, see, here's the thing. I have I have fulfillment defined for like my business. I have fulfillment, you know, 
defined for like my relationships with my friends, my loved ones, all these things, right? So I try not to put it all into different compartments, right? So for me in my business, I want to be able to add as much as much value as possible to each client. And to a certain degree, I don't know what that is. Like we're always trying to set the bar higher and higher. Um, but you know, making sure my team is beyond happy, making sure that they're paid more than they think that they're worth, making sure that they have as much freedom as possible, making sure that they can provide for their families, doing all those things. For me, I I love the idea. I don't know. I always used to like hear like Conor McGregor talk about it. He's like, man, he's like, I just want to be able to do like whatever the fuck I want, <laughs> whatever the fuck I want, whatever the fuck I want. And I was like, that is like that's what I that is what I want for my life. Yeah. Because like I, I was telling my friend the other day, like if something for me a crazy like a crazy goal of mine is just to be able to take care of like all my loved ones all my friends That'd and like even good. just be in a position where like they know they're good they, i don't even need to tell them they're good. like they just know like like we're good like if i've done something great with my life and like financially i can reap the rewards they know that they're good like whatever they're going through like that's not awesome like, like i yeah. That I don't know. Like I'm not. I won't say I'm crazy motivated by money, but I I I also am not naive enough to yeah. to be like. It definitely unlocks freedom. It unlocks freedom, yeah. and and it gives you options. And for me, if I can be financially abundant, I can do cool things for my family, for my friends, and like just give them that security. Because yeah. yeah, then right. you're in a position to like derive happiness. Like exactly. once you're financially free, then you got that obstacle out of the way. Then you can like see yeah. to yeah. do greater stuff like mm-hmm. philanthropy or like. Exactly. Take care of your family or, or love friends or whatever it is, right? Yeah, exactly. and that's another thing I totally agree with because I feel like a lot of people like are like, oh, money's not important, like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Absolutely. But like, dude, it's actually like pretty important. It's like, fucking no, important. man, it's, like, it's, it's, no BS. It's, it is fucking yeah. important. It's very it's really important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like you're gonna die if you don't buy, <laughs> no, and that's yeah. buy groceries. That's the thing, right? And and see, like, like it, it goes back to even that place where it's like, mm-hmm. like what makes Charlie happy in the activities that he does it might cost 10 grand a month Mm -hmm. but to somebody else it might only be like two or three so people need to like really take the time to define these things for themselves because that's where the confusion comes is they start comparing themselves yeah they go on instagram they go on twitter they go on facebook and they're like man like my friend is making like 20 grand a month and he's doing all this stuff but it's like dude like you don't even like the stuff that like you're not even passionate about what he does you have your own passions and like if money does is meaningful to you, you can probably monetize what you're good at mm-hmm. and, and build it to a certain degree, right? But even some people, some people are like, man, like, I'd, I'd be fine with making like two, five grand, you know, two to five grand a month. <clears throat> like that would get me by, it would allow me to travel, it would allow me to do this, like that's mm-hmm. great. See, like when I hear that, I'm like, if someone were to tell me that, I'd be happy for them because I'm like, you've defined happiness for yourself yeah, and you're really working towards that. That's incredible. Yeah, as long as you're right? happy. Yeah. yeah, as long as that's you're happy. But I think yeah. like some people do sell themselves short. Like the other day I was in Memorial Park and this like yeah. lady, her name was Eva. She like stopped me and she's like, hey, do you want to buy some art? And she had like these beautiful paintings that she took out of her bag and she's like, it's just 40 bucks. Mm. And like, I was like, like you should charge way higher for this. Like, why are yeah. you charging 40 bucks? And she's like, well, because if I charge 40, then people like, nickel and diamond to like do 20 i was like you should be charging like 300 plus for this mm-hmm. like no like way way higher so that you yeah. don't get like into weird arguments and i feel like a person like that is kind of like selling themselves yeah. short because they're yeah. not motivated to like become financially free and then, yeah. you know yeah <clears throat> peace of mind yeah. that that gives you and mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like it's really important like more people should like think about that yeah no totally it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like uh you know everyone has their given skills right like i know for myself when i started my agency it was one of those things where like i was kind of 
I was, I was, I wouldn't say I was worried, but it was like when I was charging clients, it just felt weird yeah. asking for money. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm charging $2,000 for this service that I know is going to be great, but like, I felt like bad. It you was almost weird. like an imposter. It was, like, yeah, too. Like, it was, it was like weird. you always feel weird. like you're not good enough. Yeah. And it wasn't, I, I was a hundred percent confident that I could deliver, but for me, I was, I wasn't confident or like secure enough in myself to be doing it, yeah, but you, I just had to do it. And then as I saw like us deliver the results and be able to like actually like commit to what we said we were doing, then I just got more and more and more confident. Yeah. Right. And then you, and then you just start to be able to say, and then now it's like, man, like our value is through the roof. Like it's, it's crazy. Right. So you just got to get yourself to that place. You gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta, you gotta accept the fact that you are going to suck at even something that you are, you feel like you're good at. You know what I mean? Like you're probably not going to be good at the start, but you just got to do it. Right. And you just got to get your reps in and you got to, you just got to be able to push through. Like that's, that's really the biggest thing. Yeah. Cause I mean, the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> like when I started like personal training, I was like, I remember I, I charged like my initial model was like Excel and like Word and stuff. It was so inefficient. But anyway, I think I would charge like 20 bucks a week to, for like nutrition plans and everything. And then I, now I'm like pushing like four or 500 a month. So it's like, just like realizing like the value that you give is like, again, like to your point, a lot of people just sell this on short. Like mm-hmm. I would do, I was fucking pouring everything, like all my knowledge of these people. And I was like, and I thought I was getting good, a good 20, 20 bucks a month or 20 bucks a week. I'm like, okay. I was like that. Mm-hmm. But then like, then I hired a mentor and, and he's like, first thing, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like 20, like, are you crazy? Yeah, he's so it instantly put, put me like 300. And then it's like, I was scared to sell that because I, I, I felt like I didn't have that in me. And then yeah, I, I, at first it's tough, and then kind of the more you do it, obviously the more confidence yeah. you get and stuff. And, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, yeah, just realizing the value that you give it to people yeah. is, is definitely worth a lot more than you think. Yeah, definitely. Even like some of like the top dogs in the industry, like dude, Tony Robin, Gary Vee, these oh, people, yeah. like they're making what, 200 <laughs> They've already charged a lot. Oh yeah. my God. For, for like one hour crazy. thing. It's so, right? it's, so yeah. it's, because of the value they're giving mm-hmm. all those people. Yeah. So. I heard, uh, I was watching a video from Gary Vaynerchuk like a while back ago. And someone asked him like, how did you figure out like your pricing? Like what do you charge people for like when they ask you to come speak at, a, at an event? Oh, I saw this. And he was like, he's like, yeah, it was like the first call I got, he's like, you know, got asked and I was like, eh, like 2000. And then the person was like, okay, perfect. We'll fly you up, blah, blah, blah. And then he hung up and he's like, shit. He's like, I should have like, should have <laughs> And then you, he, the you next time, stones, yeah, yeah. And then the next time he picks up the phone, calls again. He's like, how much you charge? He's like, he's like, we'll do, we'll do five. And then the person's like, okay, hey, like perfect, we'll fly up, blah, blah, blah. And then he like hangs yeah. up the phone, he's like, fuck, he's like, I should have asked for it. <laughs> and then he just, he just said, he's like, he's like, he's like, yes, I knew I could deliver. He's like, but I just kept increasing, increasing, increasing. Yeah. And it just got to that point where like the, the value was always proportionate. But yeah. you just like, got you definitely got to gotta start you gotta low, start. absolutely. Yeah. And you have to, people have to know that you're providing that value. Like, you got to deliver value. Value first, always, and then money. You yeah. Follow that. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the first, I'd say five people that I helped totally free just to get testimonials. And that will then allow me to get more accurate yeah. clients. Because when people see like social proof and they, 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 they trust that you, that you actually know what you're talking about, then it's, it's obviously um, yeah. easier to trust that you're going to provide them with proper value. Yeah. Right, so. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but I feel like that's the hardest to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's, like, literally the base of, like, yep. the, the machine. The, yeah. the foundation. You yeah, got to the foundation. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 I would say the first, um, let me, I'm not trying to think. I was probably in call university, third year. We definitely talked about this a lot. Dude, it's crazy, like, how much I remember from last pod, last, pod, last podcast. But, yeah, I'd say the first five or six people I helped for free, and there was, like, my classmates or, like, friends at the time that I had around me. So it took me like probably six months to get like some decent testimonials that I could then use on my social media and like then kind of go off that. But <laughs> it definitely takes a while. Like working for free is hard because obviously you gotta, you can't put all your time and effort into that 
uh, business right away because you're not making out, anything out of it. So you got to be working. You have so much. You have life mm-hmm. to, to to deal with first, right? So it's, <laughs> it's kind of like that concept, like going to work from like nine to five and then doing your 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 side hustle from like eight till midnight or whatever it is, yeah. right? And, and until your side hustle like equals whatever you're making in your regular job. So the the initial couple of years is like absolutely the most difficult. Like the, to build a foundation is like what's gonna set you up for the rest the rest of the business or the rest of your life really. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. And that's another thing I wanted to ask you too, Charlie, because like from last podcast to this one. Oh yeah. Like huge. you've you've obviously grown like a lot. Like yeah. so like what would you say you've learned just in this last like year of just kind of getting after it? I gotta go back to storytelling, bro. <laughs> like, seriously, I think, I think, I mean, since last year, I think we did it last October was the last time we met, we mm-hmm. uh, did a podcast, right? And um, at the time, the biggest difference is just sharing my story. And uh, yeah, because I feel like, I feel like a lot of people knew me, like, at the time through, like, through mm-hmm. social media and stuff like that. And I, I think last time I touched on I wanted a girl on YouTube and stuff like that, but and after that, I kind of hired a mentor after Christmas. It was January, and he was so big onto like opening up. Like I was so scared to like tell my struggles. Like do people even give a shit? Like stuff like that. But it's like again, just like the last year has really opened my eyes into how important storytelling is, and like how much easier it is to attract clients when they can relate and like resonate with your personal with your problems, right? So that's probably the biggest shift I've had in the last year. Um, the storytelling. Yeah, that's probably the number one thing. What about you? I know you started obviously a little later, but yeah, your business is how old now? A year and a half? Just a year. We just passed a year in August. Okay, so, so almost a year yeah. and a half. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Hey, thank you. <laughs> um, so like, let's, say, know, let's, say, let's say the first so six months versus like the last six months. Like, whoa. What's the biggest difference in the latter? I think in the last six months, we've, we've gone through a lot of hiring. So we've hired a lot of people, um, which has been great. That's been the biggest thing. What I've learned is wanting to the difference between working inside your business and working on your business that's a huge thing because it would obviously as myself you're kind of like wearing every hat in your business but now it's like i want to remove myself as much as possible from the inside tasks so that i can be working on the business which is simultaneously going to help everybody (laughs) right so um that's kind of that's been my biggest focus lately and and we are we're super busy right now so i feel like it's kind of like half and half but um, I know it's it's ne- somewhat necessary, and so that's kind of been like my biggest focus right now is I want to I want to literally work myself into the position where like I can hire people that are better than me at the positions that I'm currently doing, mm-hmm. like humble myself, do that, and then be in a position where it's just like a little bit of oversight, making sure that like my clients are happy and making sure my team is happy, and mm-hmm. that is literally like what I want to do. And so I've just been focusing on going through that growth, yeah. and. Um, I feel like that's been like one of the biggest reasons why we've grown is because like our team is awesome. They're great at what they do. And then also it allows me to have the capacity to be able to go out and bring in clients and discuss things with them, qualify them, yeah. and do all those I things. I think like so, the process of growth is like so addicting. So yeah. That's, like, like, that's why I love this shit. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I think yeah. like once you're, I think a lot of people kind of fall into the trap of like, maybe they're making like good money, everything's good and they're, they're comfortable, right? Like it's like, Another thing I, I've realized, like how important it is, like once you're comfortable, like you're in a bad spot. Like you always want to be trying to improve. Like the more uncomfortable you are, the more adversity you're gonna go through, the more you're gonna grow. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, I'm in a position. That's why I want to expand now. I know it's gonna be like crazy. It's gonna be a big process. I'll probably have to take a step back to move two steps forward with like hiring 
assists and stuff like that to like really show the growth. But I know it's like that's what's necessary to scale and like really grow mm-hmm. my, my business, right? So yeah, I'm com- I could stay here for sure. I'm comfortable. Like I want to grow. I want to keep scaling. I want to make more money. I want to impact more people. Like all these goals, right? So mm-hmm. it's like you like, have to always like look at, be looking to grow. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you know you have to like kind of step one, step yeah. back, to oh, yeah. and jump into yeah. hiring, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I mean, like I've for the I, I'm thinking obviously right now I'm working with a mentor that's really helping me like one on one with like he's an f- absolute. Ma- I think mentorship in general is like so important. Mm-hmm. Like without without the mentor I have, I would definitely be a lot farther back in, in my journey with my <clears> business. <throat> and I know you had a mentor as well the first first few months right or a couple mentors yeah yeah there's a few people who i look like in calgary locally that i look towards and then there was um another like younger guy who has done some really cool things in the uk who i who i was looking at and discussed a lot of things back and forth with on instagram i was actually very surprised because we never never met or anything like he obviously lives across the world and stuff but like he was always like super super transparent in the way where he would always disclose everything to me he has a huge instagram following so like for me to even be like in conversations with him i just like felt grateful for his time yeah and uh he was just always transparent like he never tried selling me anything he was always just like he's what you know he wanted to learn off of yeah and it was cool too because he'd, he'd check in like every once in a while be like hey like how are you like how are you doing did you apply kind of like what i was telling you and yeah. Like, yeah and like it was just yeah it's really i think cool. mentorship is so underrated like it's, it's gonna speed up the process of like building the foundation like oh, 10x it's crazy big time so yeah 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 it's, it really is huge it's crazy like even when you think of like the best athletes in the world like they all have coaches they all have mentors mm-hmm. right like Michael Jordan had one too. Yeah, yeah, every single every single one of them, right? Like nobody does it alone, yeah. right? It's it's one of those things. You yeah. would never want to go on like a crazy path that like whether it's entrepreneurship or becoming an athlete or any path, whatever it is, like you would never want to go alone. Yeah, you want to have people there with you. Yeah. that can help you, right? Yeah, because at the end of the day, like it's that humbling factor where it's like there's good, there's always gonna be someone that can do probably something better than you. So you might as well be seeking out those people to yeah. help guide you, right? And, and that's gonna put you like like insane amount, especially yeah. if, you're, if you're someone that's brand new. And the first few years are so slow. Like you feel like you're not moving at all on a day to day. But having that mentor is like, again, it's gonna push you. He's gonna show you kind of the ins and outs of what works and what doesn't. And again, you're gonna, obviously you're gonna learn from whatever he says and kind of apply it to your own life. But you grow like, that's another thing I think in the last year because before that I never I had mentors but not like directly with what I wanted to do so this mentor he has built he's made 100k a month off personal training online he's like one of the first people to do it in like 2010 he started oh, right man. so now he's like he's elevated now he's like coaching the coaches the personal trainers right so um, yeah this guy is yeah I learned a lot off him and he's definitely accelerated my growth with uh with personal training and that's probably another big difference that I've made in the last year was after we met that's when, when I when I when I made got in contact with that mentor uh, before that like we had like those other mentors with like business like more generalized business stuff but never like Specific. all the ex- exact exact thing I wanted to build right so I think that's really important like seeking and it's, it's kind of like my what I said earlier like Try to find someone that you wish to positions with because mm-hmm. dude you're gonna learn like every, you're gonna learn the world from them yeah. so um, I would absolutely switch positions with him. So that's that's who I, who I went to. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. No, yeah, I no, that's 100%. a great piece of advice. Like, I, I want to, like, like, switch positions with people who you admire and you would yeah. take places mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Because, like, it, may, it totally, makes, totally makes sense. Like, if someone, 
Um, like, Cause you're gonna be more open. You're yeah. gonna listen to them. You're gonna learn from. Like you're gonna be more um, susceptible to like learning from them versus mm-hmm. like if you if not not you guys but like uh, average Joe on the street told me like yo like <laughs> do X and X for your fitness. I'm like dude, <laughs> like I would highly respect your opinion, but you can fuck off. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, uh, Mentorship is, uh, is, in my opinion, underrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people overlook it. And I feel like people like, I don't know why I thought this. I don't know if you guys thought that. I don't know if you're a mentor, but I don't know if you thought this before as well. But like, I feel like when I was in like university, like just the 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 uh, concept of like se- having to seek a mentorship, like or mentor, like kind of, um, I felt like I was weak, like that I needed mentorship, I needed help. But now it's like, dude, my mind. I just realized this just clicked like two seconds ago. Like, dude, having a mentor is like the exact opposite it's like that's like your kind of your your gateway to growth versus before it's like dude only only weak people make mentors right mm-hmm. that was like before i guess we met mm-hmm. or not met but like kind of really connected after, after university. yeah 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 you definitely have to go through like that process of like like did you guys think that too like before like maybe as like in high school and stuff like did you think like people that need mentors are like weak yeah like that's I, what I was I like because like, i wanted that's... to do everything on my own like, yeah. yeah but then i realized now like people just I know things way better than and now it's the exact opposite like the most successful people in the world have mentors Mm -hmm. yeah oh which is like crazy I literally just wow full circle yeah (laughs) like that's what leads into like the importance of fire guys (laughs) (laughs) but it's cool too because I know me and you were talking about this the other day is like it leads into like the importance of networking right because if you can network and build those connections with different people right like you guys connected in Houston right yeah. that's crazy crazy right so it's just cool like it's it is one of those things where like you have to humble yourself and kind of go through that maturity process where you know you can say comfortably and confidently that like there's people out there that can do things probably better than me Absolutely. right and so i should be trying to seek those people out and trying to gain insight from them and uh that's what kind of builds that that motivation to to go out and network like yeah man, i was gonna he, say like dude the fact crazy. that we met in houston kind of says something like we were, we were both there yeah. and everyone yeah. around us was like similar mindset like yeah. i think again like that's another big concept is like surrounding yourself with people that have um similar interests or like have a, such an awesome mindset or growth mm-hmm. mindset around you because that's going to impact you like on a, on a subconscious level yeah right like i've i've pretty much eliminated I think everyone that I used to hang out with from high school, like from my high school, I don't hang out with anyone. Now, I hang out with this guy like every week. I hang out with like people that are like entrepreneurial, the growth, like they're very driven. Like that has motivated me so much. Now like with my mentor, like even all the um, sources of input that I, I get, even from like social media, everyone that I follow, like, every time I see negative, I never watch the news. Every time I see negative shit on social media, mute. Mute or unfollow. unfollow. Like my dude, everything I consume is like, is so like, um, in accordance with yeah. my mindset, with mm-hmm. where I want to go, right? So mm-hmm. I've really kind of um, honed in on like I want to make my all my inputs of like communication and like people around me and everything, social media, like as positive and as like motivational as I can. Mm-hmm. So that's like absolutely game changer. Yeah, because dude, like you don't even realize like this shit affects you on a subconscious level. Yeah, it's like oh, like dude, you, you know, it's, it's huge. Like even small things that you do, it's like damn, like. I don't even realize it, but it's like then looking back on it, it's like, dude, I just learned like a couple, couple things. On it. it just mm-hmm. pushes me more, mm-hmm. and it's uh, because I feel like if you don't have it, you kind of get complacent. Like if if yeah. you're, I love that quote. I think it's it's so cliche, but it's so true. Like the the your product of, of the five people you surround you're, you surround yourself with. I think that's so true. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's massive. 
Yeah. And that goes beyond just like the five people, obviously with your, with uh, mm-hmm. with what you're consuming. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a saying that's like really cool. Is like your your thoughts will turn into into words. Yeah. Words will turn into actions. And your actions turn into into your habits. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's so. Yeah. That one that one hits deep because what like, you think man, of expands. Like I love that. Yeah. What you think of expands. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it's it's really really interesting. That's why like I'm not a huge like. I mean, before, like, when I was going through school, I wasn't a huge book reader. Now I enjoy reading, like, nonfiction, like, more so, like, business books, psychology books, relationship books, stuff that, like, has, you know, general application to life and stuff. And it's, like, when I read those things, I can, like, I start, I notice myself starting to speak more towards, like, aligning yeah. with those and things. And you're, like, so. mind, like, opens up, like, damn, I was so yeah. fucking in this, like, bubble. Like. <laughs> yeah, like, it just allows you to expand, right? Yeah. And that's the same thing when you're, when you're around people that know more than you. Right, and they they've been on these paths like way further than you. That like they're now sharing stuff with you, and it's like it's expanding your insight, right? So, yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, like guys, I have a couple more questions for you. But yeah, like, yeah, last thing, I totally agree with that. Like mm-hmm. personal growth and mentorship. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, guys, like feed your mind with this stuff and be aware of like who you surround yourself with. But um. I guess like where can people find you on like social media and can I connect with you and your stories? Yeah. Um, yeah, for myself, I mean, I'm on Instagram at Dominic Yundlow. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Dominic Yundlow. I'm on YouTube. I'm trying to put out more content on YouTube right now. It's just mm-hmm. tough. Like, stuff, yeah. It's tough. Like I love, I love editing. It's very nostalgic. Like I used to make YouTube videos, like funny skit sort of comedy videos when I was like younger with my friends, but now it's more, it's more business content, but it's just, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, it's time consuming and right now we're in just such a busy season with my business and stuff and so um youtube linkedin twitter facebook instagram it's pretty much all dominant yeah. <laughs> me as well everything charlie meister yeah every, every social media thing you can think of i'm there yeah. i'll be friends baby I'll be fr- <laughs> and oh yeah and i'm on tiktok too charliemeister.com for training <laughs> plug as much shit as i can <laughs> Yeah, seriously, guys, try myself.com for uh, trading and uh, nutrition plans. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, guys, and then I have two more questions for yeah, you. Definitely. So, like, um, I guess this one is for that person out there who's in maybe the YouTube world. Maybe you're in your 20s, your 30s, or your your teens, and you want to build a personal brand or some sort of business. Um, I'll just let it pass this over to Dom and Charlie. Yep. And you know, what advice would you have for that person? Yeah, 100%. Make sure that if you, whatever it is that you're doing enjoy it you have to enjoy what you're doing if you do not enjoy it you will not push through the resistance that will be there whether you like something or not it's going to be there and if you are passionate about it you enjoy it you'll be more so inclined to go for it um and you just got to start understand that any great entrepreneur business owner athlete any single person that has done anything great that you look up to knew shit <laughs> they knew nothing they knew absolutely nothing like they did not know all the answers like they yeah, might have been like good with what they did. Like no like <laughs> you, yeah no one has all the answers yeah. you just gotta get started you're just like every single one of those people you just gotta get started and you just gotta be willing to persevere and work through Amen. everything and be a solution seeker that is literally the key yeah. That is that's it. Like that's honestly it. <laughs> it's crazy. Seriously, like I can't really add that much else to that. Like obviously everything that we talked mm-hmm. on this podcast about like will help you, but like at the end of the day, like if you're not passionate about it, just yeah. It's not gonna it's not gonna um, bring you to where you wanna be. It's not gonna bring mm-hmm. you yeah. to your goals. So yeah. Uh, yeah, passion is definitely number one. Yeah. Be passionate, solution seek, 
than the other variables, right? Like block out the noise. Everything else will come. Exactly. Exactly. Block out the noise. Just put your head down and actually go for it. Like that's that's really the biggest thing. And honestly, and be patient. That's another big thing too. Like don't just have like a mindset where it's like, oh, I want to like do this in one month or like even a year, two years. Like understand that if you're going to build something great, it's going to take some time. <laughs> like you've been at personal training for years. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Like actual personal trainer now for almost four. See, like wow. training for since six, almost almost twenty five, so nine, yeah. almost nine years. Yeah. Holy yeah. See, so. takes time. Yeah, and it's, honestly, it's my business has only really picked up in the last year. Mm. Like financially, before that was, it took me a fuck. It took me a long time to mm. to uh, get clients for sure. But you kept at it though. Kept at it because yeah. I love it. Like no matter what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep working out. No matter if I if my business flops, I'm still gonna keep working out. Still gonna be super involved with fitness no matter what. Mm. So yeah, at the, end, at the end of the day, again, it's gonna be passion. But uh, yeah, just wow, didn't realize like how long it's actually been. Yeah, nine years of training, four years of being a personal trainer. Wow. Yeah, well, that's the thing. A quote I love is like, "Success leads clues." It's yeah, like, it's never by accident. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like it always. Yeah, yeah. What's the? There's a really cool saying. It's like the the patience of the tortoise, but the action of the hare. Oh yeah, Gary Cole. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, 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 I love that because that's another thing too. Is like you ha- you do have to take action. I know we were talking about like mm-hmm. the law of attraction, manifestation, and stuff like that. 100% believe in it like there's no doubt about it I love how we're like always real. on the same wavelength I think that's what I mean him like always like I like I can relate fully to what he's saying because I, yeah. I know like I, speak, I, I live that as well so I think yeah. it's so cool like yeah. dude none of my other friends I could like have we've been going that for like an hour and a half and there's no way I can talk to this, this shit with like my other yeah. or friends that I used to hang out with in high school like about topics like this yeah. which is crazy yeah but I think part of that is like you've changed as a person yeah oh like, yeah it's not necessarily like at some point like you were different and then all Absolutely. of a sudden you go onto this track and you like transform yourself yeah like yeah. As, I think yeah. that's like as you transform your physique or build a business like you literally are changing like yeah who you are yeah it's crazy yeah the journey man mm-hmm. fucking love it yeah exactly yeah it, it's it's just one of those things you just got to, you got to take action that's that's huge right and and Honestly, don't not even be like hard on yourself too. Like that's another big thing too, because like you don't want to get into that position where you're like comparing yourself to others and like you just feel like you should be somewhere like so far ahead. But it's like just accept the fact that you're going through the process, right? Like you, it's you need to go through that process. So as cliche as it sounds, but it's true, you know. Yeah, like there's a really good quote by Jordan Peterson. It's like compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Exactly. And that's awesome. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, guys, I guess I have one more question for you yeah, here, yeah. and it's for both of you. But if this was, this is, I'm stealing this from Lewis House, Lewis House Podcast, the School yeah. of Greatness, shout out, School of Greatness. <laughs> but it's his last word question. So if this is your last day on earth, so last day for you, Charlie, last day for you, Dom, and you have to leave one like message for the world, and it's the only thing that would be left behind. So your business and everything like that, like everyone would, would forget you except for this last message. What would you have for the world? Fuck, that's tough. Man, that's Wait, a, so that's if, a deep if this is your last day on Earth, then there's like new people coming in after. Or is, yeah, yeah, so no, is this like a world like? No, so this is essentially like this is like only your last day, but you can't oh. you can't bring anything with you. So like pictures of you, like your business would be like vanished. Okay. Except like one like. So if I die tomorrow, kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. That's deep. Fuck, that's deep. Hon- um, honestly, I gotta think about that. One. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's tough. Wow, I gotta. Wow, yeah. do you have one? Uh, yeah. Like, well, I didn't know. Like, I was watching those house podcasts last week. I was like, oh, I'm gonna ask them this question. Yeah. <laughs> That's deep. I've, I've That's never a good actually question. thought about that. That's a good question. I've never thought of dying and 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, Gary Vee talks about it. It's like you got one life. So for me, I, I kind of flip a little bit. I'd say, like, do do something that you genuinely enjoy in your life and be the best you at that thing as possible. Just do the best that you can at that thing. Because at the end of the day, like, you you ser- you don't know when your last day is. You don't know what's going to happen, like, tomorrow. Um, it's crazy, right? So I would just say do what makes you happy, right? And, and just do it the best that you can. Because that, at the end of the day, like, that's a fulfilling life. So that's what I would say, as cliche as that sounds. But I don't know. I love, like, the Gary Vee, like, one life. One life mentality. One life. You literally don't know what like what comes next, right? So now we get one shot at this. Yeah, that's a tough question, and I can't even think, give like a solid answer. But um, I think the most important thing is happiness, kind of like what you just said. Like if today was my last day. You'd be at Jelly Modern Donuts, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be eating the Belgian waffles. <laughs> Today's my last day. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Just happiness. Again, happiness is the most important thing. Like doing what makes you happy and not living for other people, living for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Mm-hmm. I think it's, that's what, that it should be your main, main focus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. This is a deep question. <laughs> I can't give, like, I gotta give more thought to that question, mm-hmm. but I, I'm gonna, that's a really good, I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think it, I think it makes really sense. Good. Happiness yeah. is important. Like we have one life and we might as well be happy and make yeah. help other people become happy too. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like leaving, leaving behind a legacy is something that's like huge, right? Like mm-hmm. after you are gone, like what are people saying about you? Are people still talking about you? Right. And, um, it's like one of those things like Steve Jobs, like people are still like, yeah. still have so much mad respect for him, talk about him all the time because mm-hmm. of what he's done in the world. Right. The world. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, are you doing something today that is going to leave behind a great legacy, right? And it doesn't matter what it is that you do, right? Yeah. Like it can be something so so basic, like you're so content with where you're at, like that's totally fine. But like, mm-hmm. are like, are you doing things that are going to leave behind a legacy, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great question. I'm gonna go home and think. That about was that. yeah. <laughs> that's got me thinking, man. That's, that's a fucking question. Yeah, I'm gonna be lying in bed and be like, oh my god, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. There you have it, guys. Zen Plus Podcast with Charlie Meister and Dominic Yandolo. Um, see you guys in the next episode, and thank you so much for watching. Oh! That's it, bro. Damn.